The views and opinions expressed on the Poor Ass Podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of BME Recovery Content Productions. Any content provided by our guests are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. And on that note, enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. I have a new website. Go to www.poraspodcast.com for episodes. That's www.poraspodcast.com. So if you hear vcomedy.com, that is the old website. Go to www.poraspodcast.com for episodes and enjoy the show thanks for listening thanks for supporting bye welcome to poor ass podcast the show that talks about tough shit on a budget with your host veronica porus Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Poor Ass Podcast, the podcast where we talk about tough shit on a budget and can we live a sustainable life while on a budget. Today's guest is Chris Kemper. He's been doing comedy for almost a decade, but took two and a half years off uh, for surgeries. He finished third in the Western Comedy Competition twice and fourth place in the Oregon Comedy Competition in 2019 and started door dashing in July of this year in 2021. Welcome, Chris. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. So we're, we're also, we met, we, we first met at the Western Comedy Competition, I want to say in 20, 2018 or, tw- Yeah. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, 2018. I I just moved to Portland and this comedy competition was being organized by Andrew and I forgot his last name. What's his last name? Ronello. Ronello. Oh yeah. Yeah. Apologize Andrew. I <laughs> My memory's been <laughs> fuzzy since <laughs> like I'm like what I do and um Andrew and he did uh, was organizing this competition and that's where I met Chris and we connected and became Facebook friends ever ever since. So um this is like let's just fast forward to a pandemic a pandemic hit. Um how how are you making your money before before COVID? I'm um, on a disability due to um, two replaced hips and a replaced knee. So that's been about uh, three and a half, four years since I've worked. Well, oh, not wow. counting DoorDash. Yeah. Um, how how has your disability been affected since COVID? Um, it hasn't at all, actually. Um, there's 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 been times I wasn't able to get a doctor appointment, a follow up appointment because of. Uh, 
because that also, you know, because of the COVID um, pandemic, um, because so a lot of my non-emergency things were like pushed out of the side, but to the side, but no, nah, no, not, not really at all. I mean, oh, that's kind good. of fortunate that bad happened during the pandemic, all my surgery before that. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so how, how are you making some, some money during this pandemic? Um, I get, I mean, you know, people think that people on disability are just choking the system, but the average payment is 11 is thousand dollars a month. And I make a little over that. And it's just, you know, thank God my house and car are paid for this. I'd be in the streets basically. So I DoorDash, um, I can make like 46 bucks a day DoorDashing. I can't go over 1300 or 10 or I lose my insurance and my, and everything. So that's, so some days I make 75 and then I don't DoorDash the next day. So yeah, it's been, you know, it's, it's okay, but I'm switching to um, Grubhub here in the next two days or so. Mm. So um, yeah, um, DoorDash doesn't tell you where you're going or how big the tip is and Grubhub does. So you'll, you'll pick up a couple of things, but it is twice on DoorDash. I've been sent, on a, to an address there is no address it's just some guy working on the side of the road so they could literally send me to a black back alley somewhere and i get shot or something it's just you know what i mean yeah it's, it's not the safe thing i prefer you know I, i'll go anywhere I, I don't think there's things as such things as bad neighborhoods i just think there's you know bad there's bad people everywhere so, uh, so to, 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 <laughs> you know i doordash last week got mugged and knocked out basically so had my ribs kicked they stole my money and um stole the food and broke my phone and but that was that's the only time i've ever door dashed at night so that was my fault kind of i mean i don't know i'm not 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 to victim blame or or anything but i'm not in it's definitely like not your fault. I, you po you posted that you you posted a picture of the assault on your Facebook page, and it it came up on my feed, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And that could have gone so many. It, that could have gone in any in any direction, and it was just so lucky that it it wasn't the best outcomes. Actually, I think. I mean, I yeah. lost the money here and there, smashed my phone, but that's replaceable. But, uh, you know, here I, w I was going to DoorDash today, but I helped a friend with something instead. So, mm -hmm. so, so I'm recovering nicely. That my, and my, I never got a shiner, really. I just had a little bruise and mainly my nose that took the brunt of the punch. And the only thing I know is there were three white guys and whoever hit me was left-handed because the punch is in my right eye. Mm. So, yeah, well, so I mean, they could have hit me with a club or anything so you know thank god it was just a fist i guess i mean i didn't see anything and even if even if i was armed it wouldn't have mattered because they just they sucker punched yeah. yeah well if anyone from portland is listening to this and you and you've been witness or you've seen these three white guys if you want to give a description like you know call the police hopefully i say hopefully they'll do something Appreciate that. It, this is. It, did they come out of the blue? Did they totally just like catch you off guard and and just like came out of nowhere? 
Yeah, I don't. The thing about it is, I don't like delivering to apartments because most of them have stairs and no um, um, elevators. And like I said, I have two artificial hips and an artificial knee. So steps. You know, I'm supposed to be exercising more. I realize that, mm-hmm. but don't like apartments because there's a lot of like back alleyways to go. And I'm and I'm wondering if they didn't just call it in just to assault me. I have no clue. I really don't know. Oh my I mean, god! Like oh, that they, it could have been. You know, this guy. I, I I did a delivery, and the and the flagman holding the stop slow sign actually flagged me down and says, hey, "That delivery is for me," because he recognized my car, which is shown on the DoorDash app. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a, literally a guy holding a sign on the side of the road. There's no real address there. I got close to it, and the guy flagged. No, no pun intended, but he flagged me down right there. So, you know, they they can just make up an address that's close by, I guess. that's shady oh my god oh my god yeah in all fairness every single restaurant is so grateful for me they always say we appreciate you thank god for what you do i i did a delivery to a place called the pit stop or from a place called the pit stop there's a there's a place they do breakfast burritos and things inside and i did two deliveries in two days the first time i went in there and I was waiting for the delivery, and I, and I was wearing my mask, and no one in there was wearing a mask, and they called me a sheep. The guy called me a sheep. Mm-hmm. I said, whatever. And so I went in, and there were two ladies and a man um, sitting at the bar, not wearing a mask. I was wearing my mask, and they started coughing in my direction. <gasps> yeah. And so I complained to the guy, and I called back the next day. I said, you know, I door dashed. He goes, are you the guy I talked to yesterday? I said, yeah. And he goes, well, he goes, I talked to them, and they said it wasn't intentional, but I know better. I mean, they coughed the minute I walked in, and then when I walked by, they coughed at me again. It was just, I'm not stupid. So, you know, now I just avoid that place because, you know, hey. But, and the customers, 99% of them have been great, too. A lot of times they'll just grab the food and shut the door. Um, I got tipped a dime with one delivery a couple weeks ago. I was like, you know, I'd rather have no no tip at all. I figured, okay, the guy, it was a $4 thing or it cost three ninety, and he rounded up and we all do that, you know, oh, keep the change. But no, this guy went from like $4 and 30 cents to door lock $4 and 40 cents. So he deemed me worthy of a dime. So, Hey, whatever. I get it. You know, I'm, you know, he might be unemployed. I don't really criticize, but, um, but that's, that's the thing with DoorDash. You never know the tip or the location until you agree to take it. Mm-hmm. Well, you're you're getting a front row seat on humanity. <laughs> I, I I really am, and and the sad part is, the sad part is, um, I got after I posted about my assault, I got messages from people that said that I bet they were black, right? Were they black? I bet they were black. I bet they were black, or that that area is known for Mexican gangs. I bet they were Hispanic. Well, no, come on, people, come on. That, it's almost like getting assaulted again and again and again. They weren't black. They weren't Hispanic. They weren't Mexicans. They weren't. They were white dudes, and there were three of them. And and I and I was in a bad spot at the bad time. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's why it happened. It had nothing to do with people's color, you know. Fuck that shit, you know. How many messages yeah. were you? How many racist messages were you getting after your assault? I, I like six or seven of them. And shit. I got one from my ex girlfriend, believe it or not, and she just. He, she first thing she asked me were they black? I said, "What's wrong with you? What the hell's wrong with you?" That's one of the reasons we're not together anymore. So, and I said, "You got to be kidding! Can't you come on? 
Like white people don't commit crimes. <laughs> Good God. Desperate people do desperate things in desperate times. That's just the way it is. Um, and then people are asking, well, were they tweakers? With I don't know. I didn't see a thing. I got punched, knocked kind of out halfway, and then I got kicked, and they took everything. And that was it. I don't. I just heard voices running away. That was about it. Oh my God! Wow. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, how how yeah, long? How long ago? How long ago has it been now? It happened Wednesday night. Last last Wednesday. First very first delivery, and the very first delivery I've <gasps> ever done at night. So this is your first delivery at night, and then you get jumped. Yep. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Favorite, and then that's you know it's um, and I hate to say this, but it's near the max line, and you know wherever there's a max station, the crime's higher, unfortunately, and then it has nothing to do with who they are. It's just you know, it's just bad people everywhere. That's just it, especially during the crap that's going on. I get it, you know. Yeah, I kind of I kind of live in a. I don't, um, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say exactly where, but I will say that I do live near a a pretty busy inter intersection, and uh, yeah, there is a lot of activity, a lot of strangeness in in that in that area, and you know what? Even when you're minding your own business. You know, you're yeah. not doing anything. You just like get in, get out. It, like it happened. To me, I'm, it, this does happen happen to me where I'm minding my own business, just walking along, and somebody just gets into my space. And this is not the time. Like you know what? If you're if you're just not right in your head. I mean, like, yeah, you're going to be, you're going to do some assaults and get into people's spaces. So this, this guy, I don't even know what his problem was. I, I'm just coming home from the grocery shop and I'm wearing my mask, you know, too. I wear, I wear my mask when I go out and I'm wearing my mask and I don't even know what this guy thought he saw I was I turned my I'm on, I'm at the crosswalk I turned my head I turned to look both ways you know but I guess when I looked to my left he was in the direction and and then started getting into my face and starting to come into my bubble and and I'm backing up this took, I mean, it, it, it took so much faster than what I'm telling you. I'm like extending it, like how, how it went down. So he's starting to approach my bubble as he was saying like, like, what's up, what's up, what's up? And I'm backing um. out, I'm backing up, but there's really no place that I could go because I'm waiting for the crosswalk to turn. And then right when he's saying, what's up, what's up? And he's, and he took a step into my bubble or approaching into okay. my, my, my bubble, the light switch, uh, the walk sign switch. And I just booked it across the street and, God, you and there's a station, there's an Island for, for the max. And 
and I I walk towards the gas station and I for a split second I was like I might need to go inside this station so he won't be following me uh, but I turned around and he he stayed in the um, island oh wow thank god and that's just me minding my business this is why i want to work from home chris this is why i want to work from home and dumb employers would be like we have hybrid and i'm like fuck your hybrid i'm staying home (laughs) yeah i don't blame you yeah it's um (laughs) I, I can't even imagine being a woman in this time of time and age. You know what I mean? Jesus. I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm like six five, three hundred pounds, and man, I got my shit kicked out of me. Yeah. So it's disappointing that they pick on someone who, you know, I'm not doing this for my health. I'm doing this because I need the money. Using my own vehicle and all that. It's just it's very disappointing in people. I mean, why me of all people? You know, go go rob someone with Nike in a Porsche or something. I was I was you talking. Know? Well, yeah, definitely. I will, my brother and I have a lot of talks about like socialism and solutions and and whatnot. Mm. And like other countries, they've they have done a weekly stimulus to their populace. And, oh wow! And um, Hong Kong has done that. My friend, he's living there. I had him on the podcast, and he 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 went to back home to Hong Kong when COVID, right when COVID was happening. He's like, "I'm out, going to Hong Kong." So he went there, and there how how they've done it. Uh, he was telling me like they have sacrificed their economy to save their population, and this is in terms of the mentality. This is what di- like completely differentiates United States from other countries of how the, the common good comes first than the individual. So our individualistic and I have it too, and I'm constantly healing from it daily. It's embed the individualistic is embed and it's embedded in our policy. It's embedded in our economic. So when something like a pandemic hits, it's like every man for themselves. Yeah, they it's, might, it's getting worse and worse. Yeah, they've ended the federal um, stimulus for un- unemployment. Uh, the um, I used to have COBRA free, um, but that ended in September. So it's like they do it for a little bit. Like when it comes to federal aid, they do it for a little bit and then cut it and then cut it off. Um, yeah, that's yeah, correct. State of California. You know, they, they, something paid and then they take it away it's horrible i think yeah and then especially by far the richest country on earth ever for who like rich for who everything's made in china (laughs) everything's made in china right and when it first happened like one of my biggest pet peeves like when this first covid was uh, and blaming china that it happened It originated there. I was like, okay, uh, sure. And sure, their lockdowns were so uh, way stricter than the U.S. could ever do. But because all of our, (laughs) well, not say all, the majority of our factories of what stuff is made, Nike, Apple, a lot, a lot, 
our, the factories are in China. So the thing about it is, who cares where it came from? Deal with it. It's here. We gotta, we gotta do the best. We gotta, we gotta distance, wash our hands, um, um, wear a Weekly mask, stimulus. Weekly stimulus. Yeah, <laughs> weekly. I don't know about that. Hong but, Kong did you know, weekly. There's, there's a there's a thing going around right now. They it has almost two million signatures on it to get a monthly two two thousand dollar um, package for everybody, cash advance or whatever they call it. And if it gets the three million votes, they're gonna they're gonna vote on it. So so we'll see. But that's just one time, right? No, monthly two thousand a month. Oh. For is that just for Oregon or federal? Federal. It's it's at about two million votes right now. I don't I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because a lot of people that take advantage of that never go back to work. Because I'll tell you right now, one hundred percent of every restaurant I deliver from is looking for workers. A hundred percent. I've never not gone somewhere where they, they, there isn't a sign help wanted, help wanted. And I and I delivered. I did a thing from. Um, Two weeks ago, I did a picked up something from um, Panda Express, and this lady was complaining about this and that and that and that. And, and the lady goes, "Look, I haven't had, I haven't had. I've worked every day for six weeks. You could stick the bags under my eyes in the <clears throat> in the overhead compartment if I ever take a flight. So give me a break." Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, these people are overwhelmed and, and, you know, probably underpaid. Of course, they're, everyone is basically, especially restaurant people. That's hard work. That's why I've never done it. I've never, I remember being 16, 15, applying for dishwasher jobs, but I'm kind of glad I never got it because that's hard work. Especially when, when I was that age, minimum wage was 265 an hour. So, no, they're, they're actually increasing wages for food services. Ta- Taco Bell is like 16, 16 an hour and Panda Express, my local Panda Express, they're at 21 an hour, which is like Amazon warehouse wage. Yeah, that's Amazon warehouse wage. Oh, wow. And it's like they could have raised their wages pre-COVID this entire time. Right. Um, who's that idiot, that John Natter guy who owns, um, what's that, Papa John's? He said he couldn't give his employees um, health insurance because it would raise the price of each pizza by 18 cents. And that douche lives in a house with a, with a moat around it. Seriously, he has a house, a mansion with a moat around it. And he can't pay his employees, can't raise the price of pizza 18% or eight, 18 cents. Get the hell out of here. Of course you can. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, you you could you could do it, you could do it. Of course, he could. I mean, wouldn't you know? The last time I ordered pizza years ago, um, it was Domino's, and they said, "Okay, it's thirty bucks." I said, thirty bucks for a pizza," and he goes, "Well, that's because we raised minimum wage went up." I'm like, "F you guys! I don't want it. I'm not going to do that." But eighteen cents? I mean, I you know, if 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 it was okay, say a pizza's fourteen, fifteen bucks, and they said, "Okay, it's going to cost you seventeen eight. Sure, that's fine. No big deal. But like doubling the price because you're blaming it on minimum wage? It's nonsense. It is. Nonsense. Amazon didn't get to a trillion dollar company because of low wages. And I say, and I, I just, I just say that, I, I say that, and I'm sure there's a lot more 
things that go into it. It's it's the demand for the service. Like Prime, mm-hmm. like oh my god, awesome. Like I ha- I I do have I do have Amazon Prime. I do too. It's a trillion dollar company, and if you're a trillion dollar company, you could you could afford higher wages for your workers and health insurance. It's just the the CEO or the C, the CEO and your, all your C level managers aren't going to make that much because it's it's the workers that's getting you rich, not the CEO. The CEO does does nothing. It's like I've done brand ambassador gigs, and you're all all the CEO is is a glorified brand ambassador. You do nothing. You say a lot of pretty words, and you're a face but you're not doing the actual work. Now, see CEOs who do the actual work, awesome for them. They're pro- like I'm the CEO of my own company and it's just me and I have no desire to like expand. Um I guess cuz I I want like creative control over over this podcast and I'm like if anything, it's probably maybe like me and a sound a sound person, but that's it. Sure, that's it. Like if I'm a trillion dollar company, um, I like a decent wage, a decent wage to like ha- have me self supporting, but all my workers get full medical benefits and higher higher wages. Because it's the service. It's the service that's awesome. I'm not going to go to space or some invest in some dumb rocket. That's dumb. That's so dumb. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I don't get. The guy's guy's blasting off to space. What's that costing him? He could be helping people. Oh, you know, I watched it. Watched the thing that you know the 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 um. What's the big lottery? It's up to up to like seven or six hundred eighty-five million. And they were talking to a bunch of people in Portland. What would you do? And they all said, well, I want new golf clubs. I want this. Not one of them said they would help others. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. What the hell are you going to do with $700 million? Probably 300 after tax. But still. What are you going to do with $300 million, you idiot? That- <laughs> Good Lord. You can't live on a couple million dollars. Then you got issues. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are your living what are your living expenses? Like I, I'm right. think I'm thinking right now. Like buy, buy. A, I would buy a house in cash, no mortgage, mm-hmm. no mortgage, none of that mortgage That's crap. It. Buy, buy my house, um, in in cash. I might, I my my brother, he his business is tiny homes, and uh, I, you know what. I might I might just get one of my brother's tiny homes and uh travel the country and do my podcast if I had that much money like invest in a portable podcast studio in a tiny home one of my brother's tiny home and just travel the United States after covid <laughs> after covid <laughs> and sure. do do my podcast on on the road with my Wi-Fi I'm off grid. It's fully, fully like off grid supporting like tiny home. I'm, I'm seeing it being developed as, as we speak, my brother's a, an inventor and a scientist. And if people want to check out that episode, I did have my brother on the podcast 
as the pilot episode. And we also did a, uh, oh, cool. yeah, we also did episode on um, pandemic, uh, pandemic on a budget part one and two. Uh, so check out that um, episode and had him okay. on, had him on the, on the podcast. And yeah, I would, uh, what was it? If 700 million. Oh my God. I'll just get a, I'll just get one of my brother's tiny homes, travel the country, do my podcast, uh, invest in some other equipment and put enough in, in my savings and like, um, uh, donate to my respective 12 step, uh, recovery. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, I have a nephew and I would give like some, some for his college fund or whatever, like whatever the fuck he wants to do when he turns like 18. Um, and, uh, And some sort of like, you know what, like, or that, or I would take that 700 million and invest in high-speed rail. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be fun? Why don't they have that here yet? That's ridiculous. (laughs) You know, I don't like to fly. I'm claustrophobic. I don't like to wait for, for this and that. I like all my shit near me. You know, I want my luggage near me. I want all my travel shit with me. I don't like to wait for the fucking thing i don't you know what i mean and walk through an airport it's one you know i know i'm on a train and there's my my luggage is near me i don't have to worry about it yeah and there's no tsa there's no tsa it's like i don't under like (laughs) not to give like terrorist ideas but you never attack train stations like not u.s train stations at least i've i've seen i've i've seen terrorist groups do it internationally but right. when, when was the last terrorist group that actually attacked a U.S. train? I seen them derail like on accident, but no, no. Yeah, they did that Paris fifteen years ago. Remember the terrorists set those things off in the Paris subway or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen it internationally. Madrid. The Madrid had a train bombing. Paris. Uh. Uh. The U.K. and the tube. Mm-hmm. They had a yeah. bombing, but an actual a terrorist attack on a U.S. train station line or tracks like no, they leave that alone. It's all about the planes. It's and, I, and I've there's no there's secure there's security, but it's so like like not it's you, not security. You know what I think is a easy um, soft target hospitals. I mean, a guy can walk in with scrubs on. A guy can walk in with scrubs and a mask over his face if he's a surgeon, carrying his little black bag or whatever, a backpack. Mm-hmm. They could set bombs all over the place. They could, you know, what are they going to do? They could, they could just snuff out these people that are laying in hospital beds. And no one would know for, for a long time if they did it quietly. And then, just, you know, I, I think about this crap ever since 9-11. So, you know, and I also <laughs> think another big thing to do is start forest fires, you know. I mean, it, you know, that's it. It's, it's scary times. Well, you could say PG&E is a terrorist group. They blew up San Bruno. They're they're yeah. burning down California. I used. To, yeah. <laughs> I I'm not going to go back to PG&E. So I'll say I'll say this. I did work for PG&E for a hot minute, and 
in the department. I was in corporate security for PG&E um, doing like a part of the finance team. And we were, I was there. I was, I was working for PG&E, the, the big fire, the paradise fire, like a couple of years yeah, ago. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for, I was working at PG&E, like approving uh, invoices on against POs that were, that were opened for the, cause we did the secure, we, we were coordinating the security for, um, the, uh, fire bases like headquarters, not headquarters, headquarters is in San Francisco, but the people that were, that were managing the fires, there was like a base and, um, that they called it base and we were providing the security for the PG&E base that was near, uh, the fire. Um, so we were, we were managing that. And, um, so yeah, PG&E, PG&E. So PGE is the Portland or not Portland, like Oregon or Portland. No, it is Portland general electric. Portland General Electric. So yeah, there's PGE in Oregon and PG and E in California. Okay. okay. So Excellent. now I know. Yeah, I was working for PG. Well, I was contracting actually. Let me correct that. I was contracting with with PG and E on site client to be uh, to be exact and i was there during uh during that paradise during that paradise fire and that was an insane time and and uh still unable to have pg e accountable you should see there's a there pg e pg and e did did post a video on on their YouTube channel, and they they turned off the comments, of course. So they have the new CEO. <laughs> they have the new CEO uh, doing their. She's doing her spill, and uh, like I've taken acting classes. You know, I've done acting stuff, and I'm just watching her, and and I'm even going like she's full of shit. Like she's lying. <laughs> she's lying. Like I'm, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like everything she's saying is this one bullshit talking point after another bullshit talking a point of like, uh-huh. we care about the community. And I'm like, you're full of shit. You're a liar. Like she's a liar. Like anyone else seeing this? Am I the only one that's seeing this? <laughs> you know, the reason I was talking about PGE, because I, I didn't know they were two different companies. I just figured they pronounced it differently. Or Anyway, about <clears throat> 10 years ago, we had a really cold weekend and they shut my power off. <clears throat> well, they, <clears throat> I got a notice they're going to shut my power off on a Friday. And I called them up and I said, can you wait till Monday? I, I, get, I get paid Sunday, Monday, whatever, and I could pay it. <clears throat> and the lady goes, no, we can't. And I go, you know, I bet if I was a single mom with five kids, or single mom with two kids, you, you'd give me a delay. And you know what she said to me? She goes, I wouldn't give a shit if you were a single mom with 10 kids. <laughs> Swear to God, word for word. I was like, you got to be kidding. Awesome. It went down to four degrees. It went down to four effing degrees that weekend. And I had no heat. 
four power. It's, you know, I had candles everywhere. True story. Absolutely true story. Couldn't believe she said, I don't give a shit if you had 10 kids. How did you survive the cold? How did you survive that? That's, that's insane. Um, I just, I just wore clothes all, all the way up to the top of my head, beanies. I, I had to work too, so I had to take showers in it. I had to take, I, had, I was working at the Oregonian. I, I had to still take showers on. And here's the bullshit part. I called my, I asked my ex-wife, I said, can you give me a break on the child support? Because I was paying a thousand a month child support for two kids. I said, can you give me a break on the child support? This one, I'll have it. Then I didn't, no, I need it. I need it. She wouldn't give me a break. So I, yeah, I froze like a, I mean, I was just grateful my pipes didn't freeze. Yeah, that's. that's interesting. And she's evil. I still paying yeah. child support. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> that's no, 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 no. I mean, I think child support once they turn eighteen, it you stop, or is no, that how it works. Not they're going to college. Yep, they until they're twenty-one. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. That's the way it was when I was paying. But oh, but that's an Oregon thing, right? Is it is it Oregon? Oregon thing. You pay until you're twenty one. Yeah. Until they're twenty one. Yeah, the Oregon. That's the you know the Oregon, the red tape state. Uh huh. <laughs> you, you know they won't even give me a break on my um, property tax, even though I'm disabled. My my ex girlfriend called and they they cut it down from like eighteen hundred to two hundred, but I called the tax assessor, Washington County. He goes, nope. What you can do is she she goes you can get a get it you can get it delayed or not delayed but um, I don't I don't remember the word starts with a D but you can get it so you don't have to pay it at all but when you sell the place or you pass on you got to pay it all back so let's say I live another ten years well I'm going to live long because you know it runs in my family but mm-hmm. if I if I live another say I live in ten years to almost seventy at fifteen hundred a, a year. That's 150000 of my place isn't even worth that. You know? So, mm. yeah, what do I do? Stick my kids with it? No, gee, thanks, Dad. So I got to come up with 500 bucks by November 15th, and that's, that's a lot of DoorDash. That's a lot of grub hubbing. So, I'm, you know, I, I could go to Lyft or Uber, but I really don't like people, and I don't want strangers in my car. And I don't think you make that much money during the day doing that. I mean... And I, I don't want to, I don't want a bunch of strangers in my car every night. Yeah. That's, that's just me. I'm not a very social person. Yeah. Yeah. That's another, I, uh, I was, um, one of my comedian friends, her name's Nina G. I also had her on, on the podcast. Um, and she is, she's, She's back doing comedy, like live in-person shows, and she posted a video. Um, I, I talked about this in a previous episode. Um, and so she posted a video where she's just doing her comedy and, you know, blah, 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 joke, joke, joke. And suddenly some some person, like, bum rushes the the stage. And, and the way it's the way her camera was angled, it looked like it was a small, a small venue. So it wasn't like the stage was 
like risen, like right, like high level, you know, it was like low. It looked like it maybe in a, in a coffee house. Like I, I don't remember the, I don't okay. know if she posted like the location of where she was at, but it looked like a, like, um, like a, uh, either a pub or a restaurant, like where the stage is just, you're with the audience and it's a floor and you could easily sure. like, it, Bum okay, rush, yeah. bum rushing the stage is basically like you coming up to the comedian and their microphone. So anyway, so so the way that the angle was shot, you see the side of her, her side profile. Um, she's doing her comedy, and this guy just like like gets in the space, and 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 Nina isn't wearing a mask because she's doing her comedy. And the guy who bum rushed the stage isn't wearing a mask either. And it, and it was really sudden. It was just really like, like sudden. And I'm watching this video and the only thing I'm thinking about is like possible COVID exposure because this guy sure. can't handle space, time and have like read the room. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's. Da- it's dangerous now. This isn't just like, you know, oh, someone who was rude. This is someone that you're putting someone else's life in possible risk, like health risk. You know, you know who Michael Winslow is? Oh. He's the guy from Police Academy who does all the weird sounds. He's, like, he's the noise. Does the oh. man of 10,000. Yeah, I yeah. He was, police, a, police Academy. Exactly. Okay, but yeah. But he did it. Open for him, I don't know, three, four years ago. And he was doing a set, and this lady, this drunken lady, kept walking right up to the stage during the middle of his thing and bitching at him and making comments. And finally, he gets on the microphone and he goes, Help. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So they finally chucked her out. She went up there like five times before they threw her out. Wow. I couldn't believe it. There's an internationally known comic. He was just on American's Got Talent, but it's just a whole other story. But it was just bizarre. And by the way, Michael Michael Winslow is an amazing guy, really nice guy. And he laughed at my robot voice, which I got got me tickled pink. I'll tell you what, <laughs> a man of that many. I, I I was talking to the headline, the, the feature, Joe Fontenot, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to do my robot voice for him." He goes, "Don't do that. That's a hack move. That's a hack move. Don't do it. That's bullshit." And I did it for him. And he goes, "That's impressive." And I said, "Ha! Told you, Joe. You fuck." <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny. Yeah, um, we did a, have you ever, ever done a show in Longview, Washington? No. That is a rough town. It sounds Every rough. Time four or five, what's that? It sounds rough. <laughs> well, it, it's one of those repressed logging towns that the, the spotted owl, like, ruined their whole country and the life. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I did, when I did a show with Joe Fontenot, he was the headliner, and he's passed, you know, you know, Rest in peace, Joe. You were an asshole, but yeah, nobody didn't want you to die. But um, we did a show at this one place, and and he, this guy was heckling him from way in the back of the room at this divey shit bar. And Joe goes, "Come up here and say that." And the guy walked right up to the fucking front of the bar, and he and for I don't know how he found it, but he found this big gallon of water, and he's screaming at Joe. He goes, "I'm gonna waterboard you, motherfucker!" And then he pulled out his dick. He pulled out a stick and he was waving it around like he's going to shoot a lasso at him. I said, what the hell's going on here? Did that you ever sounds... Do a show in Long, you go up, that go sounds up familiar. Early, they, 
drink there. They like to the effing drink there. And so by the I, I opened, and then the features started getting shit. But Joe just got right in the right in the teeth of happy hour or something. Then after the show, this guy was heckling him, you know, come up to his face. And Joe had a bunch of like MMA buddies there, and they were protecting Joe from this mob. <laughs> just wanted to kill him. And Joe comes behind one of the MMA guys and puts him in a headlock. And they go, two seconds, he's got John. This guy's probably 5'8", 120 pounds, but he's an MMA guy. And he had Joe in a headlock in seconds. And Joe starts crying. He goes, hey, don't do that. I'm transgender. You can't do that. I said, yeah, he used to be a man. <laughs> and Joe's getting just choked. And, the, and Joe starts going, fuck you, Kemper. Fuck you. Because he could let him up, of course. But God, it was a crazy night. Crazy. Was oh. it? He, he whipped out his dick, but wasn't wasn't it fake? Because I I remember another story, a com- comedy story where a guy whipped out his dick, but it wasn't real. It was fake, but it but the audience was still offended. Was it fake? I you know what he I didn't see it. I could just see what he was doing. He had his back to the audience and facing Joe on the stage, and he was you could see he was whipping it around, but I couldn't see it. I don't know if it was fake or not. But <laughs> crazy night, man. That Every, story sounds you know, familiar. Got, it could be. Maybe I posted about it, but I never saw his willy. So. <laughs> never saw the willy, thank God. I don't need envy like that. Uh. Yeah. Crazy. Longview's crazy, man. Yeah. Like I said, if you go there, go up early or you're going to regret it. Well, we are actually coming to the end of of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything to plug? I have a show at the um, see October thirtieth. I have a show at the Moose Lodge in in, um, in God. Come on, Chris. What the hell's the name of? It? Hang on. I will find it. I know you're in a hurry here. So, oh, there it is. There it is. No, no, I can't find it. Oh, there we go. I have a show in one uh, in Centralia, Washington, at the Moose Lodge, and that's a Saturday night. And I've never done a Moose Lodge before. And I have a show in Wenatchee. On no, that's not actually on. Um, sorry, I'm fucking up your whole plot. <laughs> um, I have a show in in Wenatchee on ten thirty. That's the Moose Lodge, I think. And then Centralia, I have a show Centralia, Washington. On November sixth, and I hope it's not raining or snowy that day. So, but we've had such a good weather, weather, summer and fall, and probably, you know, we need the rain. I know that, but hey, that's it. So, cool. I'll put that in the show notes. Are you are you on uh, Twitter or Instagram or any other social media? No, nope. Then I I would be, but I I'm on Facebook way too much. <laughs> I'm on way too much. I'm about a had a heart attack today because I couldn't get on Facebook. I said, fuck it. You know, I need to put the phone down and go be busy. So are you are you letting people add you on Facebook if people find you? Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um I, I will let that I'll I'll add that on the show on the show notes as as I well. You have a great voice for, for radio. Seriously, just to let you know, you have a great voice for this. It's, it's like you've done it for your whole life. Oh, my God. Thank you. It's true. 
Um, so yeah, catch, catch Chris on those upcoming show dates and it will be on the show, show notes. Uh, you can find him on, on Facebook. He'll add you. I am not adding friends on Facebook anymore, but you could follow me on my Instagram and my Twitter poor us podcast at poor us podcast my information's on the show notes if you like this episode give it five stars uh, on apple Podcasts, spotify anchor stitcher wherever you get your podcasts it helps the pod i am in the process of creating a patreon show poor us podcast under budget Chris and I had a a previous conversation before we started this episode. So if you want to hear about that, check out the upcoming Patreon uh, page. uh, Buy me a coffee tip. Tip me on buy me coffee to support the podcast. And uh, new thing, new new announcement. I I am on Good Pods, G-O-O-D p-o-d-s it's like it's like the instagram of podcasters where you could actually rate individual episodes um i have a group on a private group on good pods if you tip tip me you will get access to the group and uh comment and um, about the episodes or have episode discussion with poor ass podcast fans only private group um, tip me any amount and it gets you in on that podcast um, so just check out my website vcomedy.com um, for all of that and oh cameo i am on cameo i do have a fan club on cameo if anyone wants a personal video message from me get me on cameo Um, i have increased my rates because i was getting freaky people asking for freaky stuff and i don't do that (laughs) i don't do that so I have I have increased my rates to filter out um, the unwanted cameo requests. Um, so what I do do is like birthday messages, bill reminders. If you need a video to remind you to pay bills, um, recovery, birthdays and um, anniversaries, uh, get well wishes, or anything, anything um, appropriate, um, like PG-13, like I'll cuss. Um, I don't do roasts. Well, I do do roasts. I don't change my mind. I do do roasts, and, but no, like, below the belt. I'm not going to make fun of someone's dick. I actually had a request, Chris. Someone <laughs> wanted me to make fun of some stranger's dick. And I was like, yeah, I don't do that. It's so, it's not nice. And once these videos are out, they go out into the public. So um, that's not the type of message that I want to distribute to fans or, or people that you might send this to. So yeah, I don't make fun of a person's vagina or genitalia or dick or anything like that. Um, gotta make that announcement uh okay thank you thank you everyone thank you chris thank you very much it was an honor i mean it was a great time and i've been hey 
I'm trying to stay busy because I quit drinking. So, <laughs> yeah, one day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah.